welcome you all to new episode of Sportsy. Let's talk sports. Today we have a again an interesting character with us. He's a great friend, uh, a complete cricket maniac. Is a IT guy when he started his career with, and from there he moved on to follow his passion with sports and specifically cricket and analytics. So work with. Uh, Sports tech worked with Bharat FC Football Club. Even though he's a he's a cricket guy, but worked with the football club. Worked with Catapult Sport uh, to head the South Asia business. Uh, working in multiple aspects of sports and currently uh, looking into the whole sports development and uh, aspects of a company called Penisco, uh, based in Canada. Please welcome a great friend, uh, Mr. Venu Gopal. Thank you for watching, thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel Sports Says and follow our handle Sports Says across all social media platforms. Please help us spread the word about Sportsy. Let's talk sports. Do subscribe on Sportsy Says. Hey Sid, how are you doing? Great to have you on Sportsy. Let's talk sports. That's what we love doing. <laughs> exactly, that is what we love talk doing. Let's talk about sports. Yes. <laughs> We, earlier, we spoke about the whole sports technology, fan engagement. It was amazing to listen to your uh, experience as well as uh, the knowledge sharing, which was probably very important for the aspirants for the industry to know what, how they mm -hmm. should look at uh, as a career. Now, uh, mm -hmm. going to uh, from the career perspective to you following your own passion uh, of playing cricket mm -hmm. and uh, not only in India, after going to Canada also you're playing, you also went ahead and did your level 1 coaching course from ICC, stayed in, stayed in Dubai uh, and completed that course. So, just yeah. want to talk to you about how cricket has evolved and uh, again, technology as a base, but how cricket has evolved mm -hmm. with technology from where it was in 50s and 60s and 70s, 80s to where we are today. Mm -hmm. So, if you can just walk mm -hmm. us through the whole uh, journey of cricket. With technology. Yep. Yep. So I think, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, there's so much, so much of tech being used in cricket now. And, you know, it's phenomenal, you know, from where we were 20 years back. And again, it's still a sport. Uh, mind you, it's still played yeah. on ground as a sport. But there is so much tech revolving around it that it makes the entire viewing experience as well as playing experience very surreal. Right. It's kind of very unreal yeah. in terms of how much data can be derived. And if you see cricket, uh, you know, it's a very stat and data oriented sport, data driven sport, you know, and same with football as well. Yeah. I mean, somebody told me that there are about more than 300,000 data points that can be derived over a football game, you know, an average football game. So same with cricket as well. There are so many data points that you can derive from various aspects of looking at it. So I think the first thing that definitely changed was the way broadcasting evolved in cricket mm -hmm. in the 90s and 2000s, right? Earlier, there used to be, and again, I, I wanted to quote Harsha Bhogle here once again, you know, when he spoke about the 80s, even BBC when used to cover cricket, there used to be four cameras, standard right. cameras, and, uh, you know, there used to be just one angle with which you cover the back of a batsman and the front of a bowler and vice versa. Right. And that, that was how it was. But then, with, with cricket evolving as a sport, and, you know, with, especially with India, becoming the nation that it was when, with regards to winning the 83 World Cup and then coming to, you know, uh, the World Series and everything, you know. So now, there was a huge following and in India, anything comes with huge numbers, right? Uh, specifically with our population. So, with cricket, it was astronomical. So, then people started covering test matches professionally, right? With 26 cameras and a camera literally everywhere. And now, with modern day broadcasting, you know, there's so much of things going on with regards to different angles, different ways of showing things. 
not just from a viewer's, uh, you know, from a game standpoint, but even educating the viewer about what's happening in the game as well, right. right? From a technique standpoint and stuff. So that has changed a lot in cricket with regards to technology. Video analysis has come in a big way, uh, you know, from the early 2000s to now, you know, there's so much of data being driven into cricket, especially with these T20 leagues, you know, every single ball is being analyzed from 10 different aspects. What length was being bowled? What was the field which was set? You know, which batsman was playing? How much room to give him? You know, was it a slower ball? What is an outswinger? Was it an inswinger? Blah, blah, blah. So there's so much data around cricket that, you know, it becomes literally, uh, you know, like I said, you know, how do we make sense out of so much of data and, you know, get that information that we need from that data, right? It's not about producing too much of data. It's all about producing the relevant data. So that's how it has changed. Now the video analysts, you know, earlier it, was, it used to be one guy traveling with the team. Now it's about one guy traveling with the team, coding the team games. When I say coding, it's kind of tagging what's happening on the field versus a call center kind of a setup in the back room, you know, uh, you know getting more information from there about what's, whom you're going to play next. For example, if a KKR is playing a Delhi, you know, Delhi Capitals team, uh, say today is what, it's Thursday on a Saturday, you know, by Thursday evening, uh, you know, you will get all the reports of what both the teams had done in the previous games. You'll see right. trends emerging out of it. You will get a batsman and bowler's strength and weakness report. You'll get videos floating on cloud. So there are so much of data-driven uh, insights which have come into technology with cricket. And now, even uh, when I spoke about catapult, even the, uh, you know, uh, the wearable tech, it has become huge in cricket. You know, now people have started using specific uh, metrics to look at injuries for fast bowlers. And Cricket Australia does it in a really big way, specifically. And even ECB does it. And now India has also started using uh, wearable tech uh, over the last couple of years to track how much, uh, you know, a player is uh, undergoing as load on his body. And, you know, Patrick Farad, the uh, physio whom we had uh, a couple of seasons back, he was instrumental in getting all this knowledge and technology into Indian cricket as well. So now, you know, you will know how much Jaspreet Bumrah is bowling as well as putting from a body load standpoint into his body day in and day out in every series. And, you know, the challenging part with cricket is that there are three formats. So, you know, and every format requires a different load on the body altogether, yeah. you know. So, test cricket is all about longevity as well as, you know, endurance. Whereas, T20 is all about energy and, you know, getting uh, that crash course of your, your body being, yeah. you know, through a completely different thing altogether for those three hours, right? So, it's, it's, it's all classified as volume versus intensity. So, you know how much volume your body is going through versus how much intensity you are doing at, in specific zones, you know, or specific mm -hmm. games. So that's how you'll measure your load on your body through these uh, wearable technologies. And I think that's coming up in a big way. And, and, you know, a guy from Cricket Australia, you know, spoke about this and, you know, that it was really intriguing to know how they are managing the load for a Mitchell Stark or a Pat Cummins and stuff. And, you know, because it's so challenging that you have uh, the Australian summer starting with a test match and then in between you have the big bash and then you have an ODI series, then again test cricket. So it's it's a completely different phenomenon altogether now. Yeah. And that's why cricket is so challenging as a sport when it comes to managing injuries. Because in football, you know that you'll be there either for 90 minutes on the pitch or you'll be there as a substitute or you know how much you need to do and when to take off a certain player. And cricket is different, right? Especially with fast bowling, the load on the body is tremendous. And that's how, you know, that's how the dynamics have changed with wearable tech now. Nice. Uh, so, okay, you spoke about from the athlete player or perspective, player perspective. 
mm-hmm. about the announcement in the cricketing from broadcaster to this uh, what all other mm-hmm. technology which are coming like the the sneak codes or the uh, the smart bats yeah. smart balls or those exactly so- i was coming to that as well yeah so that's an interesting point so i think you know from uh, uh from a viewing perspective uh, obviously snickometer has been there for a while now uh, we also had uh, something known as uh, you know the ultra edge uh, sorry yes. sorry not the ultra edge uh, the uh, the hotspot the hotspot, hotspot. Uh, which yeah. was you know the infrared cameras which would uh, capture the impact of the ball and stuff that was one which was again an expensive technology to use uh so that was one plus we had uh, you know so many other techs which is coming and making the viewing experience richer and now right. we are coming up with smart bats as well wherein we have a chip which is installed on the top of the handle or we have a chip which is just you know put as a sticker on the bat yeah that will give you data and insights with related to bat swing as well so you know in terms of how uh, quickly you know the batsman unlocks his position and you know swings the bat you know so that's another rich data which you can get and then you can derive insights from that data as a bowler where not to bowl to him because we know uh, brendan mccallum for that matter you know he was he had tremendous bat swing you know he could right. charge down the track and he could still generate that kind of power and you know bat swing which he would do in a standing position so you know so that those were kind of insights which will tell you that certain batsmen are comfortable doing this and what not to do whereas uh, you know as from a coaching standpoint as well you know if you have that data you could actually analyze you know what are you going to do with a particular batsman yeah. with his given technique and i think what has changed over the years with cricket and which has changed tremendously is the way that how we are looking at players now with different varied techniques and that's a beauty of the sport specifically yeah. if you ask me that it allows people to come up with their own technique as well you know otherwise you'll not have uh, room for people like uh, steve smith or shivna ran chandrapal or you know all these guys who are unorthodox yeah so as to call you know uh, but then you know they're still scoring runs right i mean they're still doing their job so that's what cricket uh, you know brings as a difference when it comes to you know using that technology and understanding as well as you know what a particular player is doing because you know ultimately it's all about uh, you know somebody spoke uh, you know some commentator said that technique is all about scoring runs you know and that's you know how, the position that you get into no matter how you stand how you you know move around the crease that's yeah. that can be analyzed by looking at where you are when the ball is actually under your eye right you know and that's how uh, all these technologies are helping in understanding batting as well you know you may not have the most pleasing to the eye technique but if you look at video footage and analysis you could see that you know it's the position that the batsman gets into right ultimately Correct. and that's what uh having multiple cameras angles and you know multiple devices attached to the body helps and understanding you know the body movements biomechanics is a huge thing in cricket as well mm-hmm. you know especially with fast bowling that comes with uh, again some of it is with wearable tech some of it uh, you know is with uh, video or the you know naked eye as well in terms of understanding how the bowler is delivering a particular ball because you know that there again different bowling actions have different consequences some of them are injury prone some of them are you know uh, very very smooth and you know so it all depends upon how you look at different actions once again so and that's something which got me to also you know uh, again when i when i did that icc course i mm-hmm. wanted to understand the game in detail so obviously level 1 is a very very basic one but you know i thought of you know this uh, uh, this course or this kind of education helping me understand the sport better that i'm playing or even if if i want to you know venture out into coaching kids in the future you know why not do this and you know right. understand how people are uh, coaching uh, others as well 
So I think even coaching oh. has changed. If you ask me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it is uh, coaching has changed. I was uh, talking to the a friend of mine who uh, runs that smart bat company, straight bat, S T R at bat. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, so they have a sticker in the back of the bat. It shows that yes. how at what which ball was hit which way and whether the bat came from third slip, second slip, or first slip. And uh, yeah. it, it actually and that yeah. chip actually stores almost three hundred balls. The whole fifty overs inning can exactly. be stored on that on that chip. So I, it's 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 a really. Yeah. I mean, I, I again yeah, uh, phenomenal, right? There is a cricket ball, the smart ball, which just come up now. There was a bat, and exactly, now the, exactly, yep. Uh, now it's yeah, it's not yet in operation or you know used in yeah. international cricket yet, but yeah, it's been trialed, and that's again something which I'm waiting to see how it pans out when it's used in a live game or something like that. You know, so that's Correct. very very interesting. I'm it just all comes to with uh, you know. I, yeah. I'm just waiting to see what happens to it when Russell or Gale or uh, or Dhoni <laughs> hits that ball. So, so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course. Of so course, what? Right? What so, smart and, and, smart night does it leave with? Actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so th- those are the challenges which come with ball tracking, you know, and that's something which even I think uh, when I was with Catapult, we, a lot of these uh, you know people in R and D were doing research on how do we create smart balls. Not just right. in cricket, but even basketball or football and stuff. So the challenge was how not to alter the weight of the ball. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even by putting in those chips. You know, it should not be drastically different, and it should not. Again, uh, when it comes to close contact with the player's body, there should not be any injury scare when it comes to you know Correct. being in contact with the ball and stuff. So those are different aspects which comes with technology. So there's a lot of R&D which goes into it, and I'm sure that in the future, especially uh, you know in the coming years, you'll see a lot of innovations happening. In, in sport okay. and across sport. Okay, and that comes that gets me to my next segment. Uh, next question to you: uh, What do you think mm-hmm. is more expected in cricket from technology perspective? I think uh, the biggest uh, uh, you know innovation or area which I feel tech is definitely uh, going to be used, which has a big potential, is calling front foot no balls. Mm-hmm. I think that's something which is a big talked about point in cricket uh, with the umpire's role becoming redundant with so much of technology being used and calling the front foot no balls has always been a challenge, be it this era or previous era, you know. Uh, so I think there might be some kind of automation which might be coming into play. In fact, as we speak, there is a, a company in Australia which is already doing trials mm-hmm. with a specific chip installed in the shoe of a fast bowler. So it tells you when the guy is actually crossing the line and you know not uh, bowling a no ball or bowling a no ball. So that's something which is being trialed now. Mm-hmm. So that's something which, of course, this this may not be the only way to do it. There might be different technologies in play, and I think that's going to be a very big uh, challenge as well as very big innovation uh, in the cricketing yeah. circle. That's what I feel. Apart from that, we have already seen you know batsman's helmet being uh, you know fitted with cameras. With uh, microphones, you could hear what's yeah. happening on the field. Umpires having cameras on their caps in Big Bash League and stuff. So that's already happening, right? So there might be different cameras. Spider Cam has been a big feature now for a few yeah. years, uh, which is giving you outstanding output when it comes to uh, viewing the uh, yes. what, viewing what's happening on the pitch, right? So those are some of the innovations. Yeah, from a immediate standpoint, I think that's something which I feel is definitely the need of the hour to call front foot no balls. That's something mm-hmm. which is required. Another thing could be, uh, you know, that's again a thorn in the flesh when it comes to cricket, right? Uh, judging those catches which are closer to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. 
how do we make sure that it's not hitting the ground or the fingers are under the ball yeah. because it gives you only a 2d image right so it doesn't give you a 3d image so how do we get look at you know some kind of technology which might be or some kind of a camera angle which might tell you exactly what's happened there whether the catch was clean or no so those are some challenging aspects in cricket no ball factor which i spoke about in this one so which could see some kind of innovation in the near future and you know so to make the game more uh, richer as well as uh, you know fairer if i could say so okay. in terms of you know judging if it's if it's a yeah, or b you know yeah but with so much of technology uh, don't you think that the cricket was known to be a gentleman's game where people need to <laughs> believe each other and trust each other and uh, you you have to believe or you have to uh, umpire decision finally even if you are playing gali cricket we say umpire ne bola out out so Yeah. <laughs> that, that that is that is what we grow up with right so it is don't mm. you think so much of technology will take the humanness out of it and sofia can actually be a umpire and we don't need uh, uh any of the umpires standing there yeah so honestly if you ask me uh, i'm not a big fan of replacing umpires with technology uh, like i said you know i don't want that to happen and once again i'll reiterate that you know that technology is only there as a facilitator as a helper yes. it's not there to replace ultimately sport is played by humans sport is judged by humans you know technology cannot judge uh, sport overall at the end of the day it can only show you a score line but ultimately yeah. somebody scoring that is a human right so that uh, that aspect will always remember uh, re- uh, always be there uh, forever but yeah again it's it's it has to be a healthy mix of you know what you can do and what you can't do so that's 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 the way i look at it and i'm i'm not a big fan of uh, you know technology replacing umpires like i said you know it's just that if something can be there to assist them you know why not use it right because if you see drs it has been a complete game changer you spoke about spoke about gentleman's game right honestly if you ask me it was it used to be a gentleman's game say about 50 60 <laughs> years back but now it's highly competitive right no people yeah. are going cutthroat for each other right it's it's become it's become a profession it's not a sport anymore yes. it's it's all about how do you give your best for your country how do you make your team win right so yeah. on the field that's how that's what it but is but what can you still i think there has to be a some technology which going to replace the duckworth lewis <laughs> if we, if we talk about that topic we could go on and on for two days and not come with a proper solution i think yeah so so that is it is a challenge yes i i won't deny that uh, you know i won't say it's a full full proof method in any uh, form yeah. uh, it is subjective it it requires it takes in past data which is also not a clear indicator because the game is evolving game has yes. changed from what it was 10 years back now uh, total the nexus of 330 are being chased down any day in cricket right in, yes. in odi cricket plus in test cricket is completely changed now so obviously duckworth lewis doesn't work in test but then i'm talking about odi is uh, you know yeah. wherein or even t20s especially in t20s duckworth lewis is a very very unfair means to kind of you know because and if, and, and, is, and if you're south african is always killer oh my god yeah <laughs> let's not even get into that <laughs> yeah so but one good thing is at least you know now teams are more aware of duckworth lewis you know right. compared to say 10 years or 12 years or 20 years back you know now every thing is being displayed on the scoreboard wherein you know you know where you need to be at the end of the next over or at the end of 20 overs you know so at least from that perspective teams are being calculative they are much more aware it doesn't come to them as a surprise oh my god you know we didn't have to lose so many wickets yeah. at this stage 
you know they have a sheet as well as you know the captains are carrying sheets with them yeah in their pockets so after every over they check you know where do they need to be uh, as a fielding team to win as a duckworth lewis method so you know so th- all that is being uh, you know completely changing the dynamics of the game now right so uh, and uh, okay so we spoke about technology uh mm-hmm. i always have a problem with cricket even though i love cricket uh is the cricket is taking fan for granted it is still not take uh, taken the fan uh it has not still understood what fan needs they are the fans are coming irrespective of whatever mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen because the 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 newer generation is what was what caribbean had a problem right there was a, a mm-hmm. major part of the uh, one generation did not play cricket for them they yep. they move to baseball and a basketball and everything yep. right so in india also yep. we might see the situation where football is getting picked up and and yes every sport has to mm. grow but what do you think mm. one one statement from you what do you think the mm-hmm. cricket has to do uh, to to engage more and more fan and grow to next level interesting so i think for for starters uh, and i'll not focus only on india i think uh, from a global perspective yeah, global. i think that yeah. the game yeah so i think the game has to grow beyond these 8 to 10 countries which are playing as the primary nations the associate yeah. nation cricket needs to grow for sure which yeah. i think the icc is also doing a lot of job with regards to uh, promoting associate nation cricket and you know they are doing a lot of stuff with regards to you know growing the game in different countries we have we i think last year we had uh, a european premier league which happened which was quite successful yes. uh we being in canada i've seen how cricket in canada is the standard is pretty high but now if you ask me uh, the usa cricket uh, you know board is growing by leaps and bounds yeah cricket in the us is now becoming a huge sport and you know the team is doing really well as well yeah. and uh, plus in the smaller nations and the smaller countries the sport is growing as well but yeah i, I agree that you know it has to be more from a perspective of educating people and getting more fans uh, and mm. that needs to be done on, on a global level not just in these uh, test playing nations you know because yes. there the game is as it is popular but how do we get people to take notice of what's happening as a sport in other countries right uh, cricket as a sport so i think uh, one good initiative which happened uh, you know a couple of years back and even last year was uh, india and west indies playing in florida you know so mm-hmm. in a non cricket playing uh, or what yeah. non regular venue you know so those kind of things can happen we used to have sahara cup back in the 90s in in yes. canada yeah. i think canada. that those kind of initiatives need to start again Singapore so i think success. that's how you grow the game exactly yeah so those those kind of initiatives need to come up again so that's how the game will grow and that's what i feel mm-hmm. uh, you know and the fan it will not be just the average fan sitting in your home nation or you know your test playing nation yeah. who is following the sport if you ask me test cricket is uh, being you know under so called danger with fans not being yeah. or not coming to the stadium right especially in a few countries australia it still does uh, england it still does but you know other countries yes. even other in countries. india and certain venues yes but yeah other countries are facing a paucity of fans when it comes to watching the game so i think there mm-hmm. needs to be an education around uh, why test cricket is important you know and maybe get uh, school kids to come for free you know come and watch the game yeah that's how you will grow the game right so instead of having empty stands anyways you know why not get uh, school kids why not make it a festive environment in right. a test cricket game you know not just for the uh, you know because we need to understand as administrators or you know the 
global bodies of the game that you know it's not just about the purists who understand or enjoy test cricket it's also you need to also understand the mindset of the current generation you know yes. how they think how they perceive sport and you know how do we make it an enriching experience for them so that's the way i think to 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 grow, to grow the sport and grow the fans across correct and also also it's not a question uh, but i also had a thought that cricket is the only game where uh, it it get played between the countries uh, and not mm-hmm. a league which goes on for long time other other sports they play in the countries that friendlies or the world cup yes but throughout the yes. year it's a league that happens and that's where the more, more yes, engagement happens exactly so, and i think that's where uh, if you ask me and you're absolutely right and that's why t20 cricket has a huge potential to grow yes. cricket beyond the test playing nations correct right and that's something which is a concept can be introduced even in the olympics right uh, why not so that's yeah. that's a huge uh, uh, what do you say potential to grow the uh, grow the sport uh, you know outside the test playing nations so yes. i think that's why t20 is becoming a game changer because it's short it's 3 hours and you know people can uh, invest time to view it and you know it's it brings excitement it brings a lot of different things yeah for a purist i w- i would definitely love t- test cricket over t20s but i don't mind watching a t20 game as long as you know it's not overdone right yeah. so there there has to be a balance maintained when it comes to promoting the sport yeah so uh wonderful i think uh, uh, i uh, we can actually go on talking about cricket on a lot <laughs> uh, on and on and on and uh, i i can yeah. see the cherry and timber top logo behind you and it's a wonderful oh, show yeah. that you started <laughs> thank uh, you i mean that's that's something you know which has come out of passion and uh, you know uh, it's just that we love to talk about the game and yeah. i would love to have you on the show sometime as well <laughs> to, to get a perspective on cricket <laughs> <laughs> yes it's uh, look, looking looking forward to that looking forward to that uh, i i remember giving sure. my message on sachin's birthday and that was the whole uh, oh yes that was wonderful right oh yeah. yes absolutely uh, so yep. great great job on the cherian timber talk i think it's a different different way of looking at it i think your analytical mind mm-hmm. about cricket and the passion this i think combining together to come out and talking about this topic so uh, yep. and uh, we'll we'll talk more and uh, for now i think this uh, taking a logical pause where we can probably move on mm. to something else sooner but for mm. now i think yep. really great talking to you uh, venu amazing and uh, stay safe take care and uh, hope to see you soon absolutely thank you said my pleasure and yeah lovely talking to you once again yes thank you buddy